Hi, everybody. This is Kitty Demure, and you are watching Folks Alert on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Kitty Demure. Uh, she is a YouTuber, um, very outspoken. Let me let me say that right. Um, conservative, your favorite conservative uh, drag entertainer from YouTube. Am I saying that right? Because you're conservative, right? Yes, I'm. I'm, in, I'm conservative for what I do. Yes, <laughs> conservative for <laughs> what you do. I mean, I'm realistic, you know, I, I'm probably more of a moderate than a conservative, but got you, I, got you. I believe in a lot of conservative values. Got you. I, um, I was on Instagram a few weeks back, your video popped up in my timeline and I was like, what is this? And the statement you made was, Hey, if you want to bring, if you support, you know, drag entertainers, that's cool. Great. We love to have your, you know, your support and, you know, you come and, you know, and watch the show, but leave your kids at home. You got a lot of pushback from that, from that, from that statement. I, I did. And I, I have no idea what's so controversial about that. It, it drag has always been an adult space always right and, and gay men i can speak for gay men i'm a gay man have enjoyed our spaces and all of a sudden we're seeing children there at brunch time and things like that and it's just not appropriate even if it's the daytime at brunch time it's still an adult space where are you from um i'm in southern california okay i'm here in orlando florida right uh there was a place called off of orange blossom trail the parliament house have you ever heard about that space no i haven't okay it's a, it's a place called parliament houses i think it was a whole hotel and they converted it to a, a club in orlando it's a lot of drag performers that go there it's been there for a long right. time since i've been living in orlando or since i've been aware of drag performance it's always been like an, an adult entertainment thing. Right. It's never been, it has never been, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, presented to children. You know, it's, it's I, I don't, I can't remember a time where it was like, okay, we're going to have, we're going to the drag club. I mean, in drag entertainment, this, this stuff happens during it in the evening and at nighttime. I've never, right. I, I think it would be very inappropriate to ha even have kids there because of the adult context of what's happening. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but okay. I don't know if you have kids, Kitty, but any parent's not going to take their kid to a strip club unless they're of age, right? right. Can we agree on that? Oh, totally agree. Okay. So what, what's the difference? Why, why would parents say, okay, well, I think a drag show would be appropriate. 
I think mostly it's from ignorant parents. And I think it's parents who probably, they think they're doing good or um, they want to look like they're doing good. Gotcha. But it's, um, yeah, since I've been a child, drag was always an adult thing. I mean, the closest thing we got to drag as a child was maybe seeing Bugs Bunny dress up as a woman. But it was it, it was for a different purpose. Or um, any any of like the old Hollywood stars, like men like Tony Curtis and other ones who have done movies. The, the 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 dressing up as a woman was a vehicle to something else. Right. And it was comedic. It was comedic. And um, now they're bringing these kids into these adult spaces in the in the name of inclusivity and diversity. Mm-hmm. And um, a drag queen is nothing but a performing clown dressed as a woman who does usually sexual and suggestive things on stage. Right. I, I'm old enough to remember RuPaul. Right. Okay. And I'm not going to say I was a fan of RuPaul, but what he or she did was, it was kind of classy. It was very entertaining with the music. And, you know, I think he took, or she took drag to a whole different level, right? Where it's more mainstream. And I think people embrace that. I, I don't I don't think there was a lot of pushback. I didn't see a problem with it, right? And I, I don't think he was pushing that or she was pushing that towards kids. But it was entertainment and it was good. It was it was right. it, it was you know, it was great entertainment. Nobody had a problem with it. Now we've get into a space, Kitty, to where if I can't criticize a gay man or a gay person, right? I got to be like, I have to, I have to do a, before I even say anything, I have to do a disclaimer, right? Right. I have to say, okay, well, I love you guys. I don't have an, I have a problem, but this is just, why do we have to do that? Why I can't say, you know what, Kitty, I don't, I, I don't disagree. I disagree with you. I don't, I don't like your position. And, and it'd be just that it's well you have to like make everybody feel good before you tell them the truth and i don't i don't i don't understand that anyway i mean it, it's i don't know why opinions have to come with disclaimers that i still love you i mean what that should just be a default or a given right you know, just because i say something you don't like doesn't mean i want you to die true and true. that's what it's just everybody's so sensitive nowadays way too sensitive how did that happen? But before we even get to that, tell me about your, you're in Southern California, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You identified, I mean, you're a drag entertainer. Um, I saw a couple of your YouTube videos. I went, did some homework before I had you on. So I know a little bit about who you are. Uh, okay. From my understanding, you were a producer at these drag shows uh, where I, I guess you would, you know, put the shows on and maybe tell the performers, well, you're going to go on in this set or maybe help them with their makeup and the costume and, you know, kind of like set the whole performance for the club up. Right. Or am I wrong? Right. No, I was, I was always interested in drag and, and always had dabbled in it got you. from, from the time I was a teenager. But when I really got into say the business of drag, mm-hmm. it, it was, you know, probably 20, 2010 when I really got into the business of it and um, was working at producing 
working backstage, working lighting and camera and did all aspects that it takes to produce a show. And um, then one day I just decided, well, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting too old. I might as well do drag now while before I, mm -hmm. before I get too old to do it. What was, what was your earlier days like growing up? Right. Because drag is not something that you, you sat out and said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. But before you even discover drag, what, what, what was your, what was your life like? Um, I'm one of three children in a, in a working class family. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, both parents at work, you know, did a lot of, um, I'm generation X. We did a lot of raising ourselves and, um, I just grew up in, you know, a, what a bedroom community of Los Angeles and, um, you know, come from a divorced family. Right. Um, you know, I grew up in the eighties where, you know, it the fashion was very androgynous, you know, um, men wearing makeup and, you know, kind of like what we see today, but it was kind of a little more unapologetic back then and sort of understood that it was a fashion statement or a fad. Gotcha. And now it's kind of a lifestyle. Do you think it was easier for you uh, embracing um, your 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 inner? It, it, I mean, being from California, was it easy mm -hmm. for you? Because California's it's like an entertainment town, right? Right. It, it's you know, you embracing drag and being from California. Do you think by being in that space and that area and that region, it was more accepted? versus um, maybe in Ohio or, you know, the Midwest somewhere? Well, I, I can say as a teenager, I mean, I was very, um, what's the word, uh, segregated. Mm -hmm. um, even back then, you know, if anybody thought you were gay, you, you did not escape harassment or bullying or anything, even if it was California. Right. Um, you know, um, I, I know there's this image that everything goes on in California, but you know, there are what you call what liberal and more conservative cities here as well. Right. And um, so, no, I, I was harassed a lot in high school. It was not easy at all. I mean, I would, I would, I would even say that the kids today in schools have it easier than we did back in the eighties. How did you deal with it? Um... Um, I, well, I didn't do very well in school. I ditched school a lot. Um, I mean, do, I, do, do you think ditching school, do you think the harassment that you dealt with at school kind of like deter you from even wanting to be there? Because, you know, who would want to be in a place to where they're constantly being nagged at and harassed? Oh, yeah. No, I no school. I my my only safety was to leave school. So I ditched a lot. Mm. When I when I was there, I would eat lunch in the ca in the um, office away from the kids in the cafeteria. Gotcha. Um, I, I, I actually I was in swimming and I changed my clothes outside under a towel so I wouldn't have to go in the locker room because mm. um, I was harassed in the locker room. And um, so no, it was it was pretty you know pretty bad. <laughs> I right. mean, I didn't I didn't physically nobody physically hurt me. But it was just a daily, daily, just, you know, harassment. Yeah, the mental harassment. Right. Let me ask you this. You, you've took a position to where you feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, I think you're taking a position where you're saying, allow kids to be kids. And if this 
if they want to embrace the LGB community or become a gay male or gay female when they get older, let give them a chance to make that decision on their own. Don't um, play a role in trying to encourage them. Uh, why, why do you take that position? Well, I don't think it's even anything. It's nothing. It's sort of an internal it's an internal conflict. It's not even on the outside. It's, it's I don't understand. No, nobody can convince you to be gay or straight or whatever. You just are what you are. But when it comes to say the newer transgender issues and the queer issues, that I think can, can be confusing to children. But just um, allowing kids to just grow up organically and naturally they can decide what they're going to be, you know, or what they're going to do with their life, you know, just like anybody else. You know, I, I would agree with that. At, yeah. at what age did you figure it out that, okay, I have an interest in more female things versus hmm. being with, you know, doing boy activity at what age? And did you have anyone encouraging you or did you see something that kind of spark your interest or this is just something that this is how I feel and this is how I feel and no one's going to change my mind um well from a very early early age I I tend to befriend females more than males mm -hmm. and um I I never understood why I I well I thought the females treated me better than the males did um so I got, I just got along with them, but at the same time I had girlfriends too, you know, like I was like interested in them romantically as well. And, um, and I, and I always had a girlfriend, you know, I like, I'm not against people, you know, dating <laughs> whoever, you know? Right. And, um, but you know, there was a time where I finally uh, realized, and I knew I liked boys too. Um, and there was a part of me that even, even envied women. Because, you know, of course, boys naturally like them. And um, they seemed um, sort of privileged people. You know, they could wear what they want, that people protected them. Um, they were spoiled, you know, things like that. And um, I, in, in where I grew up in my day and age, you know, girls got away with everything. And um, so there was a, a slight envy there. Um, I was never confused about my sex. I knew I was a boy. Um, I, I loved being a boy. I rode motorcycles and bikes and guns and clubhouses. And I did all the boy stuff too. Right. Um, it was, it wasn't until high school. I sort of embraced the, um, say like wearing makeup because it was part of the fashion and everything. But, um, I'll, as far as really being comfortable with being a male and embracing that and knowing my power as a male, it didn't, it wasn't until my late twenties that I okay. sort of blossomed into you know what i call a man tell me this you said you had girlfriends mm -hmm. and you you like men yeah. now how did that relationship work because obviously you you have a girlfriend but mm -hmm. you are you know you have an interest in being more feminine did you were you open with your girlfriends about this? Um, well, this was, this has been like, we were very young. Um, okay. 
No, I mean, yeah, I started having girlfriends in elementary school. <laughs> okay, well, you didn't um, really. I mean, I'm talking maybe when you were in, you're in your teens and, you know, uh, maybe in um, 21, I, you know, when you got a little bit okay. older. Well, so, yeah. Okay, that women, I always thought women were beautiful and I always thought they should be respected. Mm -hmm. um, and I liked dating them and going out and kind of treating them well. You know, this is when I was later in high school when I had a girlfriend. Gotcha. But um I um but I was never I was more sexually attracted to men. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I want to play a clip from well I guess the first clip that I saw. And I want I want to okay. come back and I want to I want to talk to you about that because you got a lot of pushback. People but also I, I don't know what the balance is, but there were I saw a few people supporting your position and saying bravo you know hey right. of course uh kids shouldn't be in this space <laughs> right uh, so let me play that let me play that kid let me play that clip for you and I, we'll come back and we'll talk hi everybody this is kitty demure your friendly favorite conservative drag queen <laughs> anyway i have another message for heterosexual women, the ones who have children. I have no idea why you want drag queens to read books to your children. I have no idea. What, what in the hell has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much, other than put on makeup and, and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage? I have absolutely no idea why you would want that to influence your child. Would you want a stripper or a porn star to influence your child? It, it makes no sense at all. A drag queen performs in a nightclub for adults. There is a lot of filth that goes on, a lot of sexual stuff that goes on. And backstage, there's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs. Okay? So I don't think that this is a, a, an avenue you would want your child to explore. They could explore dressing up at home like we all did, like all gay boys did. We all dressed at home and we had a great time. We had a great time with our girlfriends, putting on makeup, trying on clothes, things like that. But to actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. And I understand you might want to look like you're with it, that you're cool, that you're woke, that you're not a Nazi, that you're not a homophobe, whatever, whatever it may be. But you can raise your child to be just a normal, regular, everyday child without including them in gay, sexual things. And honestly... <laughs> My apologies. I put up the wrong video. This was your your message to the female, uh, but I'll play the the other video shortly. Okay. Uh, you said a lot. Um, <laughs> what was your response to that video? You know, it's funny that that video is probably about three years old. And so you've I, been you've been on this. This has been your position for this is not something new. This is something that you've been doing. No, it, it, it you know, it did its rounds back then uh -huh. and it, it went pretty viral. 
and it okay. went, it was international. I was very shocked, very shocked. Um, but it has recently made a resurgence, and mm. I think it's because of the new. You know, pe- they're still pushing drag. They're still, you know, people are still involving their children. It's just something that hasn't stopped. So I don't know who got a hold of it again, but it just started making its rounds again. Got you, got you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you being a drag entertainer you've worked in the club you've seen things uh you would think parents uh even even if they're not parents they would take a position of saying well wait wait a minute we're, we're hearing this from someone who's actually been in the nightclub we're hearing it from a drag performer she's produced shows we might pay maybe we should pay attention to what she's saying well no because it's so funny because you could be from a certain community uh-huh. and um, still be called a homophobe, a transphobe. Yeah, but, pe- um, but a lot of these people don't even understand. And, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend, Kitty, that I know the gay lifestyle or mm-hmm. what goes on in gay lifestyle or what makes people feel the way they feel. I don't know. I honestly don't know. The reason why I invited you here today is because maybe you can educate me on some stuff. Right. And I don't want to be, you know, so I'm not ignorant to it. But I right. think, uh, you know, I support the position that you've you've taken. I agree with it in the context of children. Hey, maybe we should wait. Let, let the kids be kids, you know, and I don't know why people are upset or even encouraging their kids to even follow. Fine. If they if you support drives, great. But at least they should say, well, Kitty has been involved in this this lifestyle. She's been involved in this entertainment realm. Maybe we should pay attention. <laughs> there, the, see, I know that you you make perfect sense, and it it, it is it's perfect sense. But it just get I think it gets in the way of the parents um, what their agenda is, you know. And and I think a lot of them, are, and I I know this sounds strange. But I started calling them like they want designer children it's they're trying to change their children or 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 mold their children into something that they want them to be right and and i don't know what what it is about the lgbtq xyz community they you know want their children to be involved with it so much but they they've made it into this lifestyle that i don't get because being a drag queen it's just it's just a costume. It's not a lifestyle. Like a dra- a real drag queen does not live their life like this. This is just for performance. This is for online things. And uh, typically a drag queen when they're done wearing this, they take it off and they they can't wait to get out of it. Um there seems to be this uh you know, back in the day they used to call men who lived their lives as a woman a transvestite. You never hear that word anymore. No, it's no, you it's don't. almost like the, it's almost like they now the drag queens have replaced transvestites like they forget that this is a like I said, it's a job. It's a hobby. It's fun. It's an activity. It's not a lifestyle. And, you know, I hate when they keep pushing to the kids be yourself. And it's like, well, why don't you let them be themselves? Right. Why? Right. Why? Why do you want them to wear rainbows and unicorns and makeup and colored hair? You're, you're, none of that makes you you. It's just a costume. It's your clothing. 
it's you know i i don't know why they want to push them in the direction of the lgbt community i saw something on your instagram page from the new york post uh let me let me let me let me put that up for you uh because when i saw it i was like what the you know new york fashion week i get it right but I, I didn't notice it until you put it up on your page. And I was I was shocked. I was like, what the hell is going on? Let me take it off right here. This article right. from the New York from the New York Post. How far I, how far I, is too far? How far is too far? Let, let's just let's just talk very plain for a moment. How far is too far? Okay, too far. Okay, so this child's 10 years old. It was too far six years ago when they <laughs> let their children transition when it was four. That that child has been transitioning into that since it was four years old. And its parents are trans as well. Okay, it, so the child didn't have a choice. The, the, the parents made the child, encouraged the child to be what they are. Yeah, I mean, that's completely obvious. I mean, we've all, I don't know, I don't remember being four, but I remember being five and not having, a. I don't remember knowing that I was a boy or a girl then, or I, or the fact, or even the, the idea that you could change that. It, it's, I don't understand why, how could a four-year-old express, oh, I'm really a girl? Well, the only reason why it expresses that is because of the environment that they were raised in. It, they have no idea that it's even possible, humanly possible, to change your sex. I want to. I want to play the other clip for you, um, which I sh should have played first. But I want. Let me play this okay. other clip for you. Hi, I have a message for you, parents out there who bring your kids to gay pride and to drag shows and things of that nature. Can you please leave your children at home? Can you please? Because you guys are making us look really bad. You exploit us by using us to look good to all of your friends on social media. You claim you do this so you could be more inclusive, so you could you know, train your child to be more inclusive. You can teach them to be good, nice, accepting people at home. We don't need them in our clubs. We don't need them in our adult spaces. You make us look bad in the end. So why don't you get your kids together? Why don't you read them a book? Why don't you dress up with them? Why don't you put them in theater? Why don't you do something else other than dress them up in little rainbow ribbons and unicorn shirts and then bring them over to gay spaces where me as a gay man who wants to sit there and have a decent, nice brunch and have bottomless mimosas I don't want to look at your child. I don't want to hear your child scream. I don't want to hear them cry. And I definitely don't want to see them give a drag queen a dollar bill. That's for us, okay? There are Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take offense to what you said, right? This is what I take offense to. One, you want the dollars for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would listen. I was rolling. <laughs> I was rolling when you, know, you said that. I I'll tell you why I did that. Right. Um, I I'm basically trying to use a different way to get the same argument across. Got you. 
keep your kids out. I mean, okay, so if you don't care, if you don't care that it's, you know, perverting your children, sexualizing your children, well, maybe you'll care if I tell you we don't want to see your kid there. You know, maybe that'll, maybe if I, if I come at it from a different angle, like I think it's, a, it's completely disrespectful of a gay, adult gay venue or, or place to bring your children. You know, I just think it, I, I personally think it does. It's disrespectful. Why would I want to watch drag queens and go-go boys and, you know, sit there and be with my group of friends and, you know, speak freely. And then I look down and I see like a kid in a stroller handing someone a dollar bill or crying right. or them changing their diaper. It's like, go to your family space. You know, I mean, that's, that's a different angle. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, like I said, if they're not going to listen to, you know, stop using us to pervert your children. That's another one that pisses me off. You know, stop. If you want to pervert your children, expose them to porn, expose them to heterosexual, you know, well, things. that would, that don't, would be, a, that would be us. a crime. You, you said something that I, I want to touch on. You said parents are sexualizing their children. Okay. Yes. Uh, in, in any other context, if I or any parents for that matter would show porn to their children, right. Or even expose their, their children to sexual behavior that would be grounds for a criminal investigation maybe even have child protective service get involved right. why isn't it the same for taking your child to a to a drag show because if i took my 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 4 year old to a to a a strip club where females are exposing themselves i would have problems well, and, and see that you're absolutely right. There's there's a double standard here because you can expose your your child to a man who's wearing the costume of a woman and who's even wearing prosthetic breasts and a prosthetic butt. And he can expose all of that where the child has no idea. They just see a, a, the a well, they, woman. Don't, they don't know the difference, though. They don't know the difference between if it's real or not. So, right. it, granted, it, it might be, be prosthetics and it might not be real, but the, real act, the, the act of, of doing it leads to right. other things. Right. They're getting on their back. They're spreading their legs. They're rubbing their breasts. They're doing all of they're They're, they're simulating what Sexual women acts. do. Right. It's a simulation of what women do in a strip club. And... For some reason, that's okay. I mean, they even have like, look at rated R movies, things like that, where it's too bloody. We all know it's fake, but there are movies that children are not allowed to watch, even Correct. if they are fake. Correct. So why are they allowed to see a live performance of this stuff? Well, here in Florida, my governor took a position, um, Ron DeSantis, uh, here from California, but he took a position with a drag club in south florida um let me play you that news clip because i think he's taking the same position that yeah it's you know it's a performance but it's adult performance and kids shouldn't be exposed to that and you know he threatened this um this establishment with taking their their liquor license let me play the clip let me play this news clip for you i want to come back and get your thoughts on it 
tonight. The DeSantis administration is taking aim at a popular Wynwood establishment. Our house is known for its weekend drag shows, but according to the governor, it's corrupting kids. Local Times' Christian De La Rosa joins us live to explain why there's more than politics at play here. Christian. Calvin, Nicole, the governor says this popular spot in Wynwood could lose its liquor license over this. Everybody looking at the drag shows. Like, it's what our house in Wynwood is best yeah, known for. It's also why now the popular bar and restaurant is the target of an investigation by the state. There was a video out of Dallas where they had all these young kids putting money in the underwear of these drag queens. A week or two later, there was video from a, a place that had similar stuff. And then that was identified as being in Florida. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis points to social media videos showing children watching drag shows at the Wynwood Bar and Restaurant he believes are sexually explicit. Having kids involved in this is wrong. DeSantis says agents with the Department of Business and Professional Regulation visited the venue. And what they found was not only were there minors there for some of these, these and these are sexually explicit drag shows, they actually had a, the bar had a children's menu. Are your shows sexually explicit? Aquí lo que se hace es arte. In Spanish, Alex Fernandez says the drag shows here are a form of art, not sexually explicit content. Fernandez is also known by his drag stage name, Maritrini. He believes it should be up to each parent to decide what's appropriate for their children. People we spoke to had varying opinions. I think regulation... What's, what's, your, what's your take on that? Well, my take is really any drag is sexually explicit. I, if you if you're doing some kind of number and then you know your child says okay the only reason why they're doing it is it be, is because it is a man dressed as a woman that that in itself raises the conversation or uh, the topic of sexuality of homosexuality things like that it's that they wouldn't I don't think they would they wouldn't watch biological woman do this stuff and um as far as yeah see i don't i don't know how the laws work in florida but in california if you're a nightclub and you call yourself say let's say kitty's nightclub and restaurant mm -hmm. if you say you're a restaurant minors are allowed in until the rest until the restaurant is closed and um so what happens is how can I put it? There are these restaurants that do drag brunches and they're basically giving a nightclub type of experience in a restaurant. So what happens is that the drag queens that usually do these nighttime numbers are now doing a brunch number and they have not done anything to clean up their act. They're still being very sexual. Um, they're, they're performing then at that point in front of kids. I've seen lots of videos of you know, drag queens taking money, like DeSantis said. And I do think it should be something that's looked into. Let me ask you this, because we haven't had this discussion. Would you, or would it be a problem if a transgender, okay, we're not talking about men dressing up as women anymore. We're talking about a transgender. Would a transgender who actually has real breasts because we we're talking we were talking about prosthetics we're not talking prosthetics anymore let's talk about they went through the 
the transition transition phase where they have breasts, you know, the the butt looking like a female, um, but they might not have had the the complete, you know, transfer to female. Do you think we can have an argument that that should be considered explicit, but not what the men are doing? Because they're still men. Right. There, there are there are actual transsexuals that are drag queens. So you have right. so you have a you have a transsexual, somebody mm -hmm. who claims to be a woman who used to be a man who's pretending to be a man dressed up as a woman, but what? No, that, no, no. I'm com you're confusing me now. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa, whoa. This, Back this is well, they're redefining drag. That's the whole point. We've all known, you ask a normal American person, what, what is a drag queen? They'll right. say it's a man that dresses a woman. Right, well, right. Now they're trying to stretch this definition to anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. You could put on a hyper-feminine looking um, persona and you get up and dance and you lip sync to a popular song. Anybody can be a drag queen. Even a biological woman now there is now considered to be like a bio queen. So you get a, a you get a woman, you just paint her up with a lot of makeup, a lot of hair, and they put them on stage and they say, "Yeah, we're drag queens." It's they completely defined what drag is. You got to be you got to be kidding me, right? So now, no, now so now they want to change. So now they're changing the rules to what drag is because that's not, right. that wouldn't be drag anymore. That would be something no. else. No, if as far as I'm concerned, the art of drag is dying. I, it's it's been dying honestly since RuPaul. You know, I love RuPaul. RuPaul is great, but RuPaul has cre basically created a million drag queens, created a whole culture around it. And it, there's just honestly no culture to drag. It's just putting on makeup, performing, getting off stage and going home. And, you know, and, I, and I'm glad RuPaul is very successful. He's good at what he does, but he's basically created a Walmart for drag. Where now anybody can be a drag queen. Um, there's no real standards to it. You know, you put on the worst wig ever, the the worst makeup. You get up on stage, and everybody tells you how wonderful you are. Mm. And I don't. I I personally believe that the art of drag is on its way out. What what would be next? If if drag is on its way out, what would be next? What would be your, what what do you think would be the replacement? Well, there won't be. I mean, it's just if, if any, like I said, if anybody can put on a uh, put on makeup and a wig and perform, and you call a drag queen, then it's the whole the whole purpose of it's gone. It's it used to be where men could go and perform, um, show their talent with through their makeup and their transformative you know journey to become this woman for a third a three minute number on a stage, and they've changed the art, like I said, into some sort of lifestyle like I, a lot of people are they're confused now what drag is they think really any man who dresses up as a woman is either a drag queen or they think a drag queen is trans because they think that the the guy who's dressed up as a woman wants to be one and it, it just i don't know i i think the whole thing is ridiculous it, it just you know i just i wish it was just left where it belonged in the gay nightclubs you know and and you know rupaul you know had a couple hits and that was great you know but if you notice, when, when RuPaul was popular with his music, and he even had a talk show at one time, it did not revolve around his sexuality. 
It never did. They didn't even bring it up. And that's the thing that bothers me the most is that they have, they've even overly sexualized what we do and then exploiting it and, you know, and then showing children and all that. It's just, I think they've done, they've done, they have done the, the community a disservice. Do you think they're trying to recruit new members by using the Disney formula? Start young? I think, you know, I don't want to go into like deep conspiracy stuff. <laughs> no, can, no, no, no. I don't, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Because I will. I will. But it, it's, you know, I honestly think that, I, I honestly think that big money commercial com, uh, corporate America is behind it. Everybody's pushing it. I don't care who, even Mercedes, they're, they're, they have a, a gay, uh, a rainbow emblem, you know, around um, Gay History Month or whatever, Gay Pride Month. And it's just an effort that to get everybody on board to confuse children that if a boy likes, you know, girl stuff, that he'll be confused into thinking, maybe you're a girl rather than, no, I'm just a, a kid who likes something. But you also, know? you know, um, the gay doll is very strong. Let's not oh, let's, yeah. let's let's just be let's just be let's talk finance for a moment. Mm -hmm. Right. The gay dollars is really strong out here. Strong to the point to where you better watch what you say, because right. unlike any other group of individual, the gay, they, they've got the money and they're extremely organized. They're extra. Listen, come on. You're, you're part of this community. You guys are organized to a T. OK. It, it, to where you could start you could you could put pause on something and that's it well then they, they, well plus they have the, the media behind them as well and that that helps a lot but it's i don't know i mean i'm going to be honest i think we probably this is a this is something that's not going to go away i mean i i just you know don't have a really great feeling feeling about the future of it okay i'll go for that i'll go for that uh, Not until parents. That's why I hit heterosexual parents. I mean, this is honestly their fault. I mean, you know, people <laughs> could say, no, well, it's the truth. I mean, they're the ones that are taking their children into these things. You know, and this is I, I'm like one within the community saying you don't want your kids here. I mean, no one would wish their their daughter would grow up to be a stripper. So wh why would anybody wish that their kid would grow up to be a drag queen? It's, it's adult entertainment. It's it's just it, nobody gets rich off it except RuPaul. And a, and a handful of drag queens that won his competition. But it's it's nothing you would push your, your kid into doing as a profession. I was on, uh, where did I say? I think I saw it on Instagram, a clip from, I saw it on Instagram and I went to TikTok and, and looked at the full clip. It was a woman, I guess she was watching cartoons or had her, her son watching cartoon on YouTube and you know just like you know I got a I got kids and you know my kid be around watching what he's watching on and I don't I really don't be paying much attention other than you know something may catch my my interest they may say something on YouTube and I oh what what what, what did they say what is that change that right and I think it's one of those moments she had today um, I want to play you the clip and I want to get your reaction because this is it, like we were talking about. This is indoctrinating young kids, even starting at cartoon level. 
And you got to wonder who is behind, who's creating this content? Who, who's doing this? Right? All right. Are, are they doing this for their kids at home? So, and we go back to the, the big corporate dollar, as you said just now. I think that that may be a, a play in it as well. So let me play this TikTok video and we'll come back. We'll talk about it. Sitting here with my son, um, disclaimer, I don't have any problem with the LGBT community. Um, I have friends. I love y'all. But here's where I'm upset. I'm sitting here with my one-year-old son and we are watching... I think it's Blue's Clues. Anyway, it's on YouTube. And I'm not paying attention, but I'm listening about Parade, Parade, Parade. Okay, cool. I look up on the screen, and it's literally... Y'all. Do y'all see this? Since, like, at this point, it's being forced. Like, uh, since when do we put this stuff in little kids? Like, the decision to be LGBT is not for his age. He doesn't make decisions at that age. Y'all can make that decision when you're an adult. Do your thing. Please do your thing. But, <laughs> seriously. Kitty? Right. That, you know what, I'll tell you that, that I know exactly what she's talking about. And the, the performer who does that, her name is Nina West, was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Race. Whoa, so that's yeah. a real person doing it? Yeah, that's a, that. well, I mean, that's a cartoon version of the real drag queen. Whoa, okay. Yeah. In fact, he is um, performing as, um, he's on Broadway right now doing Hairspray. Like these, there's lots of money in this. And I, I, yeah, that I saw that video and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, they're actually making a cartoon of this. You know, I'll tell you when, when I was young, we, I didn't have this sort of stuff, but I still knew that I was gay. Okay. And it's, it's like, you don't need no one to tell you. But when I was exposed to say like, uh, uh, I was exposed to one gay man really in my whole life. He was openly gay and he was overtly sexual kind of dirty and um he grossed me out and and i started thinking god i know he's gay and i hope i don't grow up to be like that and um i think a lot of this stuff this indoctrination they're doing can not it can also hurt a lot of kids and a lot of you know uh, when you talk all this sexuality and alternative lifestyles and stuff it, it can be embarrassing to some kids right. and even push them further in the closet and um you know, it, not everybody is, you know, think it's a big parade or something to celebrate, you know. Let, let me throw this at you. Uh, kids watch cartoons on YouTube or in movies where they see Superman or Batman, a, a superhero character, and they understand that, that they can't be, the, they might, okay, like the character and, you know, dress up like that for Halloween, but then they grow up and realize that they can't be Batman or they can't be Superman. Uh, mm -hmm. Can we make the argument to say, okay, well, drag is just the same as a, a car, uh, a superhero. 
sure, be a drag, but you know, you'll never be a drag. Or being a drag well, is more reachable than being Superman. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's, yeah, you just <laughs> wig and make it perform, but they're, they're making I'm, I'm just, it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you, you know, I'm trying to find the balance here. Well, I, I think what they're doing is they're trying to convince boys. Well, it's funny because a lot of trans kids are mostly girls becoming boys now. Um, but it, it's, I think, I just think it's so confusing. It, it's it, it, just because someone may, um, like I said, a boy like flowers or, or the color pink, that, that isn't, that doesn't mean that they're a girl, but yet today they will bring that up to their child. Like maybe you're a girl. And of course a, a child thinks in fantasies and things like that. They don't understand the reality of what true, that really means. True, true. And they are just allowing their kids to live in this fantasy world. And I, I just think it's really strange and it's dangerous. And you know what, you know, there are things that you can do to a child. Okay. I think they're using drag as gateway trans. Gateway trans. Yeah. Mm. Because okay. that, trust me, there are a lot. Most drag queens do not want to be women at all. There, there is a small handful that do, but I think they're using it as a vehicle to push transgender issues. What's your th okay? I, I want to come back. Hold, hold that thought. Okay. What's your thoughts on the gay marriage debate? Are you in support of that? I, you know what? I'm not in support of forcing people to accept it. You know, so if there are churches who don't want to do it, I think they have the right to not want to do it. Um, do I believe like me and my partner, we should, you know, like we're okay. We're not married. I, I don't think I ever would get married, but um, like we'll share a bank account, things like that. I, I think for I think we should be able to do whatever it takes to be able to function as a household, just like any other household. But I don't need a church ceremony wedding to make me feel like I'm committed to my relationship. No, but, that, but that, so. that's you, right? That that would be you. Right. But two gay couple may feel different. They may feel like they want a piece of paper. They may want to go down the aisle and have the wedding picture for them. So right. if that's what they want to do, who should stand in their way and say that they can't do it? I don't think anybody should, but I think as far as a, um, a religious ceremony, I don't think that the religion, the religions themselves should be forced into doing it. It could be, you know, like a, like a city hall wedding or something like that. You know, but, you know, okay. I, yeah, I'm of the mind that two adults should have, you know, be able to form some kind of union if they want to. Okay. All right. No, I only ask that question because you say the cartoon with the kids is kind of like gateway to trans. Yes. Right. So that's why I asked that question to if it's gateway to trans, then it would lead to other things. So that's that that was my reasoning behind that question. But. Kitty, what's yeah. what's what's new for you? What's what's coming up on your new on your YouTube? Tell us about this YouTube. Before I go, I want you to tell me about this YouTube. How long have you been doing this YouTube? 
I've been I've been doing the YouTube about three years. Um, okay. I I don't know where I'm going. I'm actually thinking about a podcast. People really want me to do a podcast. Um, I don't you know should. if I'm gonna go that direction. Why not? Come on. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm just you know I I just want to make sure I can do one adequately. Okay. Um, I don't perform you know in person anymore. Um, I've been asked to do live events as far as speaking against you know. Um, what's going on with kids and drag? I, I'm willing to do that, but as far as you like should kind do, of you, and you know what you should do, kid, you should you should do more of that. You should speak more at not only on YouTube, but I think it would be important for you to go to some of these schools and speak to to the kids and even to the parents. Maybe not even to the kids, to the parents. Have these roundtables, uh, town hall, just with parents. Answer yeah, questions, and I, I would yeah, love. Listen, I would. I think you should answer questions. They, hey, I got questions. People, parents should ask, and they should challenge you, and you should challenge them as well. Well, it's funny you say that because I did have a couple of those um, lined up, and then COVID hit. Okay, and it just has. It hasn't been the same since COVID. Everything's sort of been, you know, internet internet based. Hey, can I be? Um, but, can I moderate it? <laughs> oh, I think it'd be great. Yeah, listen, fact, I, listen. if any. Anybody who wants to help along the way, that's fine. I mean, hey, I'm... Hey, man, listen, I would moderate it. I would, you know... I got I'm questions, a, I'm a, too. I'm a one-man show. I'm a one-man show, and it's hard to do it all. I got you. I got you. Uh, also, before you go, um, you had surgery recently, and uh, let me play this clip. Um, I want to talk to you about that. And... Um, you guys know that I have, I have a heart condition. I had surgery in April. In May, I started seeing this diabetes doctor because I found out I had diabetes as well. And so, hey, uncle. Hey, Elizabeth, how are you, dear? Um, so I, I found out I had diabetes in May. In May, they prescribed me a medicine, true listen. <clears throat> My, they gave me some samples, and then my insurance wouldn't cover it. I called them, and I said, hey. And how, how, are you, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing really well. Um, I didn't know how unhealthy I was until I, you know, in April, go to a doctor for, for a breathing issue, thought I needed mm -hmm. an inhaler. Right. They said, no, you've recently had a heart attack. Um, had a triple bypass surgery. I'm still in, in recovery. Apparently it could take a year or two to be completely recovered. Gotcha. But I can say that it was a life-saving surgery. I feel a hundred percent better. Um, that video of me is just trying to navigate through the whole healthcare system. Um, I've, I've always been very fortunate, been very healthy until now. And um, I'm now sort of seeing the problems within the healthcare system. And that right. was me venting. But thanks for asking. I'm doing a lot, lot better. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Kitty, um, I mean, I, I, I appreciate you taking the time. You know, we worked this out. Uh, was it last week we worked this out? Mm -hmm. We worked this out for you to come on. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time, coming on here, kicking it with me. I, I think you have a very valid points. Any parent, anyone should take a listen to what you have to say, um, and they'll they'll they'll. And speaking from a person who's coming from that that industry, the drag industry, right? 
You're not someone that's been sitting on the sideline. You decide, well, I'm going to put on the drag and then I'm going to talk about my views. Before, before you go, hold on a second, Kitty. I'm tripping. I gotta, I gotta play this before you go. Hold on a second. Before you go, I want to talk. I want to talk to you about. You had a a, a response to an officer. Mm. I don't know if he was a re- if he's a real cop or not, but the way you articulate your position and respond, you did it cocky but classy. I like it. I like it. Let me okay. let me let me play that. People need to see this. People need to see this. Hold on a second. Uh, where are you at? Let me go to your folder. Okay, here you go. Let's get into this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 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 I like to use people's theologies against them. This person is a self-proclaimed drag queen. Now, of course, I'm gonna say this before I say anything else. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. How does a person? still dress up like this in everyday life. I thought you dressed like this to go and perform on a show. Um, No, Officer Tatum, let me educate you. Um, I am a drag performer, okay? I'm not a trans woman, okay? Drag performers dress up in a costume, much like you did when you were a cop. You wore your cop uniform. That's what a drag performer does, okay? Do you think I go through my everyday? Well, you just said I go through my everyday life looking like this. I probably do this maybe once, maybe twice a week. And I do it at home. Okay. Like, like you, you, you noticed I'm at home right now in that video. Okay. Where would I, where should I be? Should I be at your children's school? Should I be outside your home performing a drag act? Like where, where, where should I be doing this? Okay. I'm an online drag performer. And yes, I did years ago work in the clubs. And mostly what I did at the clubs was produce shows. So you have no idea what you're talking about. No idea. Like you're just talking like you know what's going on and you don't know nothing. Kitty. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're a handful. You know, th- this is the thing. I um, this guy, his name is um, Brandon Tatum. He's very popular um, on, in conservative circles. Um, he was part of what they call the Blexit um, campaign, which I, I went to their 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 first um, I guess rally in Los Angeles, and I was there and I supported him, and I even bought some of his merchandise, right. as I sta- stated later in the video, and. It, I'll tell you what, what, what's 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 starting to bug me more than even the extreme left, who you know calls me a sellout and all this other stuff, are is the extreme religious right people, who for whatever reason they do not want someone like me, saying what needs to be said about right. my own supposed community, they they don't want me fighting for them. They just want me to disappear. They don't want me to come out and say, hey, yeah, you're, you guys are absolutely right. It's wrong. And I'm going to tell people within the community that it's wrong and it shouldn't be happening. But people like him on that far, far right, they don't want us in, they don't want me involved at all. They just want me to shut up and disappear. And it, it's like, well, that's not going to happen. I mean, and, that, you know, I go on to tell him, I, you know, I, I, I support 99% of his views. 
and I'm going to be right there fighting those views with him. But don't beat me up while we're beating up the other side together. I mean, gotcha. it, it, I don't understand that. And the thing is, his his video on me, his original video, got a lot of a lot of people supporting me. I was re- very happy to see that. As I told you before we started re- recording, I think his points is a little cloudy. Right. But uh, maybe that was intentional. Right. I, to, I to, don't. I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. I think it was intentional in order to to get, I guess, to rally a position against you. But I mean, I think you. I think you. You articulated yourself very well. Bravo. Good thank job. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Kitty. It was a pleasure having you here. Um, you're more than listen. Whenever you want to come back, you want to kick it. You want to talk about um, whatever you want to talk about. We don't even have to talk about this this drag stuff. We can talk about whatever. Right. I'm cool with it. You know, um, you're more than welcome to come back. You know, right, I, awesome. I appreciate I appreciate you coming. People, you can find Kitty on Instagram. It's official Kitty Dior. Oh, let me put this up. Hold on a second. Uh, they can find you on Instagram. You're also on YouTube. And uh, so it's just YouTube and Instagram, right? And you, you can follow, uh, follow me on Facebook as well. On Facebook. That's right. Yes. Okay. On Facebook. Again, listen, it was a pleasure having you. You're more than welcome to come back anytime. And listen, thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you. It was a pleasure. All right. You take care. You too. Everything is going wrong I wonder if I'm making home